All audio podcasts for One Team, One Podcast are brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Talk to Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage, 225-939-9878, or visit boesouthernstates.com. That's Bank of England Mortgage, a proud partner of One Team, One Podcast. This is Justin Vincent. You listen to One Team, One Podcast. One Team, One Podcast is back, episode 126. Is that right? That's right. Nailed it. Uh, Every week, it's like a, a, I mean, you never know what you're going to get every week. It's plus one every week. (laughs) Um, All right. So uh, Matt and Jack here, and Mm -hmm. um, we had our uh, Coffee and Donuts episode last Sunday, and that was week zero of Coffee and Donuts. My audio sucked. Uh, But we're going to do that again on Sunday, but uh, mm-hmm. we kind of talked a little bit about Mississippi State. So this this week it will be our regular episode. We'll kind of go over Mississippi State. Um, there's some news today in the SEC. We'll talk about maybe we can kind of go over some of the games that are going to happen this uh, week too nationally, um, especially after after last week. It, my betting, I probably need to slow down. Like uh, the Alabama game, I think fucked everybody. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Nationally. Like mm-hmm. everybody, there's funny. a there's a thing that happens. Uh, not to just like shit on you, but uh, every time I feel like you lean like super hard into a bet, it never hits. What? Well, uh, like, it's every I, time. Every time you post about it, and you're like, "Oh, how bad is this team about to beat this team?" <laughs> yeah, that bet's yeah. fucked. I yeah. should just secretly go against that one mm-hmm. and not tell anybody, but mm-hmm. then just go against it. Uh, my go against my gut pick of the week is two and zero. By the way. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Go against my gut pick of the week. It's 2-0. Yeah, we uh, last week was uh, BYU over Baylor. That one hit. Right. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so I want to appreciate all of our sponsors. Um, big shout out to uh, Bank of England Mortgage, uh, Patrick Michelson. They're our audio sponsor for all of our podcasts. Uh, BOESouthernstates.com, 225-810-1805. We appreciate Pat. Um, if you guys, uh, ever in the need for mortgage or refi, give, uh, BOE Southern States, Bank of England, uh, proud sponsor of one team, one podcast, and also Fred's in Tigerland. So the oldest college bar established in 1982, go see, uh, uh, Harry, um, who are some of the other guys that I always forget? Dirty Mike and the boys. Oh, he's Dirty Mike. Um, go get you a screwdriver, best screwdrivers ever. I had a screwdriver this weekend. Um, uh, the morning before the game didn't come close to a Fred screwdriver. God bless you who made it for me, but, um, it wasn't as good as, uh, Fred's with the fresh squeezed orange juice. So yeah, it's just their, their orange juice. Just it's second to none. It is. Maybe we can mm-hmm. get our hands on some. Uh, we had a, we had too much last year. We need to tell yeah. May. Okay. Half, well, half the delivery. They, I, I don't want to say they didn't give us enough orange juice. They gave us a fuck ton of orange juice. We spilled it didn't. all over the place. Did we? 
Well, every well, we put it in somebody's cooler, and then every game when we opened the cooler, it was just a bottom <laughs> layer of orange juice <laughs> all over the bottom. It was that. like that sucked. Um, so everything's just like floating in orange juice by the end of the day. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, all right. So Mississippi State week. Um, you know, we talked about it on uh, Sunday, and uh, we posted something out on Twitter too. And I've been hearing a lot of like talking heads talking about, okay, here's the key of the week, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I, I'm honestly, I haven't heard one person say the right thing yet. I just haven't heard one. The way we played last year against Mississippi state is the way to play Mississippi state. And right. it's like Durante Jones, God bless your fucking soul. Durante, right. he's still alive. Uh, but God bless you. He That's unlocked the key, and he uh, we, he made us all understand the way that you're supposed to play Mississippi State, and it's eight in the back, rush three, maybe four, but the key isn't to you, you want to get pressure on the quarterback, obviously, but the key is to keep everything in front of you. Do not let these big plays happen, i.e., 2020 with Bo mm -hmm. Pelini. Bo Pelini's playing man up. You know, we're better than you guys, and they just burned us all over the place, crossing routes for days, um, couldn't keep up with anybody on the field, and we played the opposite of that in 2021. Right. Um, what Are you – I mean, I, I've, I've been listening to everybody, and I've heard – I've heard um, key to the game is get off the field on third down. Right. Uh, another key to the game is get pressure on the quarterback, and I'm like, nope, neither one. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, we would like to get off the field on third down. And uh, the person that I heard that from, his uh, his analogy was, well, we weren't good against Florida State. We're, we're getting off the field third down. We're really right, and I mean, that. that's completely fair. And Yes, I think, but we're not playing that are, offense. Right, like, exactly. I don't think um, – I think people are just more focused on, like, what our defense's issues are. And sure, getting off the field on third down, couldn't agree more. This yeah. team did a bad job of that in week one and needs to improve on that. Absolutely. But I think, I think your point is, like – more than valid. This isn't a typical offense that we're playing against here. Well, I said um, this before we got on there. This is like playing army, but it's the opposite. Like, right. Um, yeah. We're, we need to be really good in our, um, you know, communication in the, in the defensive backfield and all that until you play army <laughs> and then everything changes. Like you have right. to play assignment football and you have to be disciplined. And in this case, I, I want all LSU fans to kind of understand that this is going to be a very, very frustrating game to watch. Right. Similar to last year. They gashed us up and down the field last year. I don't, I, I don't know if you, I, I remember no, watching I, that. I have, a, I have a pulled up right here. I'll go through yeah. the, each drive. We didn't get a single like three and out uh, until the, what is that? The third quarter, late third quarter. That was our first three and out that we got. Yeah. But I'll, I'll go through each drive. Six plays, 45 yards, fumble. Five plays, 18 yards, punt. Seven plays, 38 yards, interception. Mm -hmm. 14 plays, 80 yards, field goal. Yeah. Five plays, 12 yards, punt. Four plays, 32 yards, end of half, ended in a sack. That was our only sack of the game, by the way. And it was okay. when they were trying one to – One sack. Uh, we only had one sack. One sack all game, right. and it was they were, they were trying to throw a Hail Mary. Uh, and then this was our first three and out, three plays, zero yards, punt. And then their last three drives, they went all the way down. They went right. 75 yards in we each were, of them. What, the, score, the score was what? Uh, it was 21-3. Uh, 21-3. Final, final okay. was 28-25. 28-25. So, 
what was time of possession? Uh, let's see. They crushed us. I know they did. Yes, thirty-five to twenty-five. Okay, so they out, they out, they had the ball ten, ten more minutes than we did. Yeah, and we still dominated that. We game. we had a lot of um, we had I think two. I want to say we had two drives where it was just first play quick, touchdown, quick plays. Yeah, we scored. Uh, I, I think it was like first play of the second half was Booty, a touchdown. Booty had one. Or was it Booty? Yeah, Booty Trey had Palmer one. Had one. Uh, I think Booty had one too. Yeah, it was like over let's the see, middle. It, let's see our touchdown drives. We had our the first drive of the second half was two plays, seventy-five yards, mm-hmm. and then we had another in the second half that was one play, fifty-eight yards, for touchdowns on each of them. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I can that was, see that's a big contributor is when you have just a one-play drive. But I can see a lot similar of a game this week where they control the clock. Um, they're running. They're running up against us because we're going to have a three-man front probably or a four-man front. They're going to be able to run the ball up the middle on us for five yards a pop. They're going to throw little crossers or little dump offs, and they're going to move all the way down the field. It might be a, a you know seven eight minute drive, and then they're going to get to the fifteen and bog down. And you got to give you got to that's when you got to get off the field and you got to create a field goal opportunity. And they'll probably hit a field goal and. My point is, okay, we need to score touchdowns when they kick field goals. And that's the way you play this team. And if you play them like the other way, and I mean, right. I, know we were, I know we were shorthanded in 2020, but like you can't do that. Like you, unless you're Alabama, you can't athlete it like that and play that way. And yeah. I don't know if LSU fans are really grasping this. Like I hear so many people saying different stuff and I'm like, y'all are going to be pissed after mm-hmm. this game. They're going to look at this game and be like, "What's wrong with our defense?" Like, no, mm-hmm. that's not that's not well, how to play. I don't. I don't know. I think if the defense plays the same way they played last year, um, you know, and gets stops on the first eight drives, I don't. And then you know, I think late in that game we gave up the three touchdowns in the last three drives, and I don't think anyone at the end of that was like, "Oh, our defense sucks." I think everyone no. was just pretty much well, like, I think, I think our is- defense. Pretty much played the way they were supposed. To. I mean, of the you know, I think we were also thinking of like twenty twenty no Mississippi State at that point, and like okay, our defense True. from that year to this year, we played fantastic. Sure, sure, um, but I think people for the most part understood that like, you know, that defense was exactly what we needed to do. Um, I, I think the casual fans maybe will look at a box score, but I yeah. mean, if you're looking at the box score, it's like, what's no, the point of that? Did you watch the gonna- game? They're going to outgain you by uh, at least 100 yards. They're probably going to have 100, 100, I mean, 10, 10 play, 10 minutes more than you in possession time. Mm-hmm. Um, we had what we, we got like two or three turnovers in that game, I believe is what it was. Like, so we put them in positions where they were forcing the ball sometimes. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, you know, and I think at home, that should be, I, I'm kind of baffled by the spread a little bit, to be honest with you. I'm uh, not two and a half Mississippi State. I just, I, uh, I, I think that's I well. So I think Mississippi State's actually a really good team, and I know we're talking a lot about the offense, but that defense is also really, really good. Um, I think that uh, I I think Mississippi State's a good team. I think they got a lot of really good athletes. I don't uh, think they're a bad team. I just talent think- wise, I think they're really underrated. Um, yeah, Josh Pate. I so the main college football podcast I listen to is um, but, and. The late kick. Yeah, Josh Pate is like to me. The, I think he's the smartest he's one the, guy. One of the smarter ones, exactly. Yes. He has so he, they do like the JP poll. You know about that? Yes. It's like a power rating. 
Uh, he has, I was listening to it today. I was a little surprised how high he had him, but um, he has them as the 12th best team in the country. Um, okay. So, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that Josh Pate is the end all be all or anything like that, but I, I do think Mississippi state's a really good team. I don't, I don't know if I think they're the 12th best team in the country, but um, you go, I, I you like the JP people really, better than the AP poll. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Uh, I think it's uh the whole point of like his thing is like it's a power rating, so it's predictive instead of like the AP, which is more based on like what you've already done, and yeah. also AP is also based on, um, you know what we had it as in before the season even started, which is stupid. Which yeah. AP poll is dumb. If you go anything, based yeah, on you now, you now know what teams are, who who mm-hmm. is a team and who isn't a team, and you can kind of like, yeah, right. I agree, I agree with that. Um, yeah. I didn't know it was predictive like that. So he's actually thinking that he's, Mississippi State is not only they have done well, but they will be doing well enough to be 12 in the country. Right. Exactly. Wow. Well, not not to be 12, not to be 12th ranked in the country, but just that I think what he the way he explains it is that like it's um, everyone below Mississippi State, like everyone 13 and below mm-hmm. uh, Mississippi State should be favored they should beat against them. Those two, okay, against those gotcha. Teams. Right. Okay. Uh, like on a neutral field. Well, uh, it, when, when it's two and a half Mississippi State at LSU, you understanding that I mean it's a three point swing for LSU at that point. So at Mississippi State, they would be close to nine. a touchdown favorite. That's that's what sh- closer huh? to nine. Closer to nine, right? Oh, I thought it was six. three. Is it more Is than it, that in college? It's like. I thought it was a, six. I thought it was three from like home to neutral, and then from neutral to home, it's another oh, three. so neutral it would be a five and a half, and then right, and then be close to like eight and a half at Mississippi State. Wow, that, isn't that right? I, I thought that's that, what I've heard. That you might be right. I that to me is shocking. That that's shocking. Yeah, Mississippi State but, being um, an eight and a half point favorite at Mississippi State. You got to think a big part of that is that LSU still has so many unknowns. Um, and it's like, you know, all you have to base it on is how we played in week one. No one's going to say anything about the way we played against Southern because who cares? Right. Um, and I mean, you know, if you're an LSU fan, you, yeah, the only, you the say, only thing like, I can oh, take we from did Southern, good and I think we improved. In yes. Place. The only thing I can take from Southern is that we've just gained a shit ton of confidence. I mean, that's the only thing. Yeah, I that's it. Game. Right. And it, if there were improvements made, it's like. You know, it's hard to really point out which ones those were because the talent difference was so high. Right. I know. Um, I saw uh, I saw Emory Jones take a guy like the blind side. He took him like from the he pancaked him on the sidelines. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, this is not like <laughs> this is the right, right position. It's, right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Emory Jones. We'll have to talk about him, by the way. No in shit. The, in the rotation. Freshman. Awesome. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, just thinking about the the either freshman offensive linemen and like offensive linemen that are going to be coming in next year mm-hmm. and thinking about like, okay, in three years when Walker Howard really takes over, um, mm-hmm. what that whole group is going to look like. It's right. kind of impressive. Just thinking about that. No, stuff. no doubt. Super impressive. I was thinking about that today. So this team reminds me a little bit of it's different, but like um, it's like a piecemeal. Like we, he had to piece everything together. Um, we had no nobody on the roster, so he had to go get guys, transfer them in, or whatever. It's like when John Brady took over for Dale Brown years ago, and he the first year he was there, he brought in all these JUCOs and all this stuff, 
And I, I think you remember because we've had John on the podcast where mm-hmm. we were talking about that team because I was just like, I loved that team. It mm-hmm. was the hardest playing team that he ever had. These guys from like all over the place. They played one year and then they were gone because he got recruits in or whatever. But like it was his team though because it was like mm-hmm. these guys they wanted to play at that level so bad. Right. And um, but it was just like this one year that he had to like put people in place to where when he when he really got his guys come in, then everything was on the right trajectory. And that's kind of what's happening. I feel like this year is like. Yeah, we got all these guys that came in from all over the place just to kind of fit their gaps right now. But like, right. But I think it's better. Like, it's we're actually in a better spot. I think I think we could still have a really good season even after the Florida State game. Yeah, I do too. Um, you know, I think um, I think confidence. I like, is I mean, if we're gonna talk rest of the season, I don't think nine and three is out of the question. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with I you. I, the, I think it's the cap. Yeah, but, I think I think uh, we're probably more eight and four, seven and five at this point. I I totally agree. Um, but I I don't think nine and I've come and, off of that. I've come off of that hill a little bit, Jack. For sure, no, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, like I'm just talking about like absolute max potential. Um, yeah. like because you know I don't think we beat Bama or I mean fuck, <laughs> dude, could we beat Bama? I don't Jesus know. Jesus Christ, I mean, we all saw that game. Like I I don't. It's almost like ah, damn. And, after, and you know what, after I'm, that yeah. Texas game, dude, I'm like. Every game is on the table. Hey, and you know what I think too. I, I keep saying this because uh, people at uh, people at work they'll talk about A and M quite a bit uh, mm-hmm. because of the A M A and M game. And right, I at this point, if we were able to beat a team last year, then we definitely are able to beat that team this year. We are better this year than we were last year. Right. Oh no, I don't. Yeah. No. After the Bama game, dude, it's like. I don't think there's a game on this schedule that we can't win. You're talking about uh, the Bama, the Bama, um, Texas game. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. but I'm, I'm even thinking of LSU Bama last year. Like, okay, if we were right, able yeah, to hang, yeah, no. hang with them, and then you see what happened against Texas. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, it feels okay. Like, right. I, I don't um, feel like we're that far dude, off. Dude, like Bama was Georgia so would off. beat our ass. Bama, yo, Georgia would beat the shit out of us, dude. Uh, that wouldn't even be close. Uh, like, no. I've, I've, be more there's no shame in that, that either. Yeah, there's no shame in that either. They're be like, clearly be like the best team 20, in college football, right? 20 and a half spread? Yeah. yeah I think that would be there. 20 and a half. Like, yeah, 18 to 20 is what yeah. I would guess. Um, and, and, like, totally fair. Like, and we'd probably lose. Be, that team's We'd crazy. probably lose 31 to nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I would put some points on the board, like late. Jaden Daniels is, uh, I mean, if he's not going to play well in a game, then he's at least going to put on some garbage time touchdowns. So he did a lot of that at Arizona State. Yeah. Um, what was I saying, though? Alabama was horrible on the road last year. And then I was assuming this year, you know, they lose the title. Out, uh, Nick Saban team. talking all that like, shit. Yeah. Exactly. They, were, like, they had all the – They were like, uh, oh, we were – all you know, the rat poison, you know, I'm thinking, uh, like, God, this team's going to be crazy. They're going to come out firing. And then this Texas game happens. And maybe this is the kick in the ass they needed, though, uh, to, like, get it together. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, maybe it, lost defensively, it. defensively, I still think they did okay. Like, I know Ewers oh, sure. in the first half, they were he was probably yeah. ripping it up. But, like, they only gave up, what, 19 points, right? 20 to 19. Yeah. Yeah, but to a I mean, backup, and Texas got fucking hosed, yes, dude. 
Yeah. Bro, they should have won that game. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, Bama really got away with I that. I mean, think about, like, okay, so. Which is just. For Texas fans. Think of, like, okay, they had, they had Alabama last week, and then they had 2019 LSU game where mm-hmm. they they dropped a touchdown in the end zone against LSU. And they had a they had a a goal line stand like right after that. Like they had opportunities to like take control of that game and they didn't do it. And then the same thing happens again against Alabama. It's like, bro, they they've got to be like I I think they're like they're like jumping up for joy, actually, is their problem. Yeah, they gotta be. I mean, like I mean, obviously like upset that you lost the game, upset that like you had a bunch of bullshit that happened, but uh they're moral victory for them. Gotta yeah, moral victory for sure. Uh you gotta feel good about Sarkeesian after that because I wouldn't I don't know how they were feeling before this week about yeah I don't know what they went like five and seven last year it's switching um, gears talking about um we were talk, talking about A&M a second ago but like mm-hmm. uh A&M's got Miami coming in to College Station and they're I don't know them. they're gonna beat Miami they're gonna beat them well who's the quarterback is it Max Johnson I'm guessing it's Haynes King I I dude I don't think it I think matters. their defense is good I don't I think, think it A&M's matters who plays. Co- oh no, no doubt A and M's defense is good, and A- and Appalachian State made that defense not look that great. I mean, Appalachian State could do whatever they wanted in that game. Yeah, but uh, I don't think it matters who you put in in that offense at quarterback. Uh, that's yeah, such an outdated team offense. Sucks. I, I mean, right. dude, it's like Jimbo's going through the whole. I mean, I know you, you had a Les Miles post today. He's going through the Les Miles thing. It's like all right, it's so- exactly. What the our last, problem was from like 2014 yeah. to 2016. The last year that Jimbo Fisher was at LSU, um, we had Jamarcus Russell, mm-hmm. early Doucette, uh Dwayne the, Bowe, Craig Davis, 2016. I mean, uh, 2006. 2006, sorry. right. They, that was the year we lost 7-3 to three to Auburn. That's the game I was about to bring up. We lose mm-hmm. to Auburn 7-6, to six, and that was the game that everybody was like, we need a change. We need a change, and the change is Jimbo Fisher. And a lot of people didn't know if Les Miles had his like finger on things and like all that too. And then Jimbo's gone. And the next year we bring in Gary Croton, who runs more of a wide open offense, Mm -hmm. Matt Flynn. We win the national championship. Everybody knows that. But Mm -hmm. like, I remember how conservative he was in 2006, Mm -hmm. in 2006, but then he goes to Florida state, Jameis Winston and all that stuff happens. And every, everybody he's a godsend again. Um, I think he's a good coach, mm-hmm. like a program coach. No, but no. like when it comes to schemes and offensive creativity, it ain't there, man. It just well, ain't there. Not yeah, no. Um, and I I don't think he's a bad play caller. It's just that he just needs like some just nuances, you know. I mean, I think they're like, still running I formation, right? Like right. I think that's what they're doing most of the it's time. Got, it's got to, it's just like the scheme of it has to change. But I don't think as a play caller he's that bad. I think he yeah. does try to keep things very balanced, and I think that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, it's just it's all. I'm taking the under. I'm just taking the under. I'm telling you right now. I'm just taking the under. Love the under. I'm not, I'm not taking the spread. I'm not taking the spread. Is. Uh, the line. A&M's was, a six point favorite. I'll have you know. Yeah, they're fifty five and a half. Five and a half. Um, and I think moving. it was forty nine. Over under forty nine. Yeah, I love the under. I mean, I'm hammering that. But um, another one that was an it, under. I know we're jumping. Miami right has a good the, quarterback too. Yeah, they do. And Van, I, you Van know, I, that's the thing. I just they have a good. A&M's got a good defense, but their offense is so fucking bad. If they lose this game, though, 
if they lose this game, Jimbo Fisher is on the hot seat. It is red mm. hot. Oh yeah. Mm. If they end up, if they, lose, if they lose this game and they end up six and six this year, you look out. The amount of money he... that they're paying that dude, six yeah. and six. Oh, they're in trouble, bro. He doesn't have a buyout, does he? Uh, what was his? Oh, I think he, he has a. a no, he had that was a weird, like hundred million or something crazy. He had a weird buyout situation. That's all I remember. All right, we gotta look that. It up. was weird. It was either like, it was either a hundred thousand or it like didn't exist. I can't remember. I don't remember. You talking about like if we were um, let Jimbo Fisher buyout? Here we go. That's the largest buyout in the country in the history okay. of college football. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. So the opposite of so what they're stuck with them. Uh, he would they be owed ninety five point six million. They ain't paying that. Uh, I know they got all the money in the world, but ninety five million. They, they, you would have you would have to know is too much fucking money. You There's would have no to way. know who the next guy is, right? Like you can't. Yeah, it would have to be shell Saban. <laughs> you can't shell ninety five point six to a to guy, guy to not, not coach. know who you're gonna. Yeah, yeah, no, you can't do. That. I mean, he's <laughs> six and six is bad. It's not that bad. Oh, that's bad. Uh, it's me, bad. It's you're bad. Paying him, they're paying him over ten million a year, and, and you get the number one recruiting class, and you go six and six. That's rough. Started off much. in the top it's ten, too, dude. A hundred million dollars. That's chump change for those guys, bro. Bullshit. No, it's not. I know they got a ton of money. That's not chump change <laughs> to anyone. Uh, they can go get Dave Aranda. To be honest, Dave Rand is a great coach. I think that I, would I be mean, a fantastic you know, hire. I'm, we're we're settled in with Brian Kelly, and I like the hire. But uh, I would it, love Dave Randa for yeah, our job. I agree. I think Brian Kelly was a safer hire, but I think it was the exact thing that you needed at the the exact time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Um, um, oh, thank God! Thank God for um, Notre Dame and Texas A and M. By the way, taking all the heat off of Brian Kelly. Yeah. Oh my God. This week. Yeah, no, I, that's like all the tweets I saw this weekend about LSU were just like they get to sit back and watch everyone else kind of suck this week. It was the SEC shorts. Feel so much. Yeah, it was the SEC You ever watch shorts. that? Yeah, uh-huh. the guy's yeah, looking yeah. back. He's like, oh, this is fantastic. I'm loving Yeah, it. I'm just watching. Yeah. <laughs> that was perfect. That was, that was perfect. Yeah, that's uh, exactly how Analogy, I exactly. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was really good. I love um, it. He's so funny. Yeah, I know. Um, all right, so Mississippi State, I think we talked a lot about the – Offense against the defense, mm-hmm. or sorry, uh, yeah, their offense against our defense. But mm-hmm. you were saying their defense. All right, here's what I think we uh, need to do: is we need to start off fast. So I yeah, think Brian Kelly's already out. said if they win the if they win the toss, they're taking the ball. And I think if you take the ball, I want I want to see a score immediately. Like if you're going to um, take the ball, I want it to be like a. One of those, you know, those NFL first drives where it's all like scripted. It's like it looks mm-hmm. like a perfect drive or whatever. That's what I want to see. First, first drive, score a touchdown, seven nothing, and we're playing from ahead the entire game. That's kind of what yeah, I, I think. See. Uh, write me down for also wanting to score on the first drive. Yeah, uh, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I like. That's a good. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it also I feel like a thousand dollars. I feel like if we tried to do that every game, uh-huh. I think right. it'd probably be pretty good. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, with the offense, it's just, I think last week we talked about them getting in rhythm and I felt like they got in rhythm. It's mm-hmm. just, 
uh, let's see if they stay in rhythm. I don't know. It's uh, I like it's, seeing all. There's really not much more to say than that, right? Yeah, I like seeing all of our playmakers in space. Like, um, I know it's mm-hmm. the competition you were playing against, but I'm hoping that kind of gives them a little bit more of like a, um, a confidence of like, okay, this is where the offense can be. Um, you know, it's it's going to be it. It should be fun. A good offense. Like you got shit ton of weapons all over the place. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it could be a very explosive offense. Right. And um, this defense is a little different. Um, three, three, yeah. five. Yeah. Um, I just, I still don't think we're going to be able to run the ball consistently. I just don't see us being able to run the ball. Like, like a yeah, zone read runoff tackle thing. I don't see us doing that. No, I don't either. I don't think, I don't think the line's quite good enough for it. Um, but, but I, I could see a couple of those, but then like, um, a couple of little short swing passes to the running back and the flat or yeah, well, something we like talk that. About, and, especially with the running back. Emory. What kind of impact does John Emery make? I, I just um, don't I, – I can't see it being And I know Brian Kelly said that, like, uh, don't expect too much. That was our that. question, by the way. It but was, is he uh, – That was from Josh Shibley of one. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Right. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if him saying that in that way was – he was maybe uh, – tactical advantaging but uh i mean i i'm not a conspiracy guy so i doubt it yeah yeah brian kelly mastermind yeah Um, uh (laughs) but i don't know i just i can't imagine him not making an impact yeah i in the running game i can't see like um more than 13 carries from him or anything like that but i could see like i could see like close to 10 Maybe a couple of catches out of the backfield that he can break something. I mean, I, I can see that. Something that I did realize in the Southern game was that they don't want to play Noah Kane very much anymore. And I don't know yeah. why. You, but, you think uh, it's maybe a burst? Like he, maybe, I think he just looked kind of slow, something yeah. like that. But I think maybe use removing for his – Yeah, well, they, they did. I mean, it's again, it's the Southern game. And he had a touchdown against Florida State too. So, I mean, I'm, yeah. it's not like he sucks or anything like that. But it does look like – They'd rather him not be in in anything other than short yardage. Yeah, um, good one. So good if you remove, good, good, yeah, no, I like Goodwin for sure. So if it's just him and Emery, you you remove all Kane's production mm-hmm. and replace it with Emery. You got to think that that's a significant net positive, right? Yeah, for sure. I think it's Emery's a good bit better than Noah Kane. I like agree. And I I like the. I think it was uh, Hanny said this today. He was like, if you look at Goodwin and you look at Kane, Emery kind of fits right in the middle. He's like a bigger back mm-hmm. with speed, and he kind of does what something like that both guys, you know, uh, he can do what both guys can do kind right. of thing. So I, I like – I mean, obviously it's an upgrade to the room. And None of them are good in pass protection. I know. And that's what I'm – that's I, a what little bit Josh, what I'm that's worried what Josh Williams about. is there for. Yeah, and I'm a little worried about Emery. He hadn't played in a year and a half. Like – you know, mm-hmm. is is that going to be up to speed? You know, I know. It's well, he like, already wasn't very good in pass protection um, <laughs> well, before two years ago, right? I mean. Yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> <laughs> the big part of it is like he has to have improved. <laughs> you would think, years. yeah. Uh, you would think if he hasn't, that's an issue. But um, if he's improved, then like, uh, wouldn't you think he's one of the best running backs in the SEC? If he's improved, yeah. Right, I mean, yeah, he was just, uh, just sheer talent. Yes, right, exactly. Sure. 
I think I it's going to be can, take him a little while for like timing and yeah, for stuff sure. like that. But like it otherwise, of, it kind of reminds me. I mean, he's like a senior now, but uh, it kind of reminds uh-huh. me of Jeremy Hill a little bit, where he sat out his freshman year and then yeah. came back like somewhere in the middle of his sophomore. redshirt freshman or yeah sophomore whatever sophomore, it was yeah yeah. Um, and he kind of you know got in rhythm a little bit and then started to just tear it up. I mean, yeah. maybe that's the kind of year Emory's about to have. It could. I mean, I, I'd love to see it. Like, that guy was all-world coming out of high school mm-hmm. and almost went to Georgia. So, I right. mean, I, I often wonder, like, is he – like, the national championship game last year, was he sitting back just like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, one of those kind of things where it's like, I could have been there or I could be yeah. in the league right now, you know, yeah, if fuck. I was in the Georgia system. Um, I think about Georgia all the time. So, I think about Georgia for this – in my head, and it's mostly because of the 2018 game. Like, do you remember how Georgia was like sky high, mm-hmm. and we were on the come up, and we beat the hell out of them, and it felt like we supplanted Georgia, and then yeah. we went, then we went downhill, and Georgia's went right back to the top, and it was like, well, that right? Was, I mean, Kirby's got program, right? Kirby's as, got that program, just like as programs level. go. That's where I was envious for the last two years of like, when I see Georgia, I'm like, we should be that team. Like, yeah. that's who There's we should no be right now. Be we fucked mm-hmm. around and they didn't, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I think about that all the time, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> Every time yeah. I see a highlight of that game, I'm like, God damn it. We should be at mm-hmm. Georgia's level right now. We're not, you know? <laughs> um, anyway. That's very like you to think negatively Ugh. about a positive thing. I was watching Georgia, Oregon. I was in New Orleans watching Georgia, Oregon. And I'm like, fuck like we should be there we should be there playing Oregon right now yeah dude (laughs) i can't even think about it it's just gonna piss me off i know um fucking you know it's true i know i'm (laughs) negative but it's reality it's no i know but like just like the most negative way you can possibly think about it (laughs) like (laughs) i'm very i mean i've been through a lot of bullshit football jack I no, I know. Me. I mean, well, that's what I was saying to William the other day, dude. It's like, can we please win this fucking game? Because this podcast has not seen a winning football team <laughs> yeah. since we fucking started. Like, yeah. like we haven't. I don't think at any point in any season we've had. No, last year we were we started two or three and one, I guess. Yeah. Um. So I guess we a little for a little bit last year. Well, my twenty twenty like, prediction was undefeated. And it started off with the Mississippi State game. I remember. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, that was a rough, rough times I, for your boy. I, what did I? I, I might have said like nine and one or something like that. And but I think that might have been before Chase and Stingley and uh, all that happened. But uh, <sighs> not going now, down. Now, that's all now right. I'm upset. Now I'm upset. Nope. Nope. Turn it off. Turn it <laughs> off. Turn the 2020 off. But Pliny's dead. Um, to us. Yeah, so I, I I still think that we're gonna win this game. Um, yeah, which you have a score. I do have a score. Um, thirty-one twenty-three is that what you said? Thirty-one twenty-three. Sorry, it's and still your. That's okay. And <laughs> it's more about okay, we're scoring touchdowns and they're kicking field goals. And yeah. it's they. That is the way we win this game for sure. They score two touchdowns. They kick three field goals, and mm-hmm. we stopped them in the red zone three times to where they had to kick a field goal, may get a turnover out of there or whatever. But like, we score touchdowns and kind of 
take control of the game that way. But my thought is similar to last year where we, we go up a little bit and they keep going. Like that's just a machine offense that you have to just keep in check. And eventually they're going to get yards and they're going to score some points somehow, Mm -hmm. but you just have to manage it a little bit. And I think after listening to Brian, honestly, I've said this a million times. Every time I hear Brian Kelly speak, I feel super confident. And I'm like, okay, that guy is smart and he Mm -hmm. knows how to, right. That's why, that's why I know like this defense that we're talking about where you have to drop eight uh, or drop seven, whatever it is. Like you just have to, you have to, you know, you can't over pursue. Uh, I know that that's what we're going to do because I know that he's smart and I know Matt house is smart. I just, yeah, they're not fucking idiots that's going to try to do like some safety blitz or some shit like that. Right. And like, if there's like, anyone in that coaching staff that was there in 2020, they're going to say, like, hey, look at what happened when we sent six the whole fucking game. Yes. Right. Which nobody's yeah. there. Is no one there? There's nobody's not a single. There. There's nobody there. Damn. That would have to be like Greg Stringfellow. Oh, out right. Of the yeah, because the only returning coach hey, was Brad Davis. Coach, huh? Look what we did last year. Yeah, Brad Davis. That would be the only one. Maybe I'm, I mean, Michael Bonnet's right there. Maybe yeah, Michael Bonnet. Hey, coach. Good coach. Uh, uh, First Couldn't thing. help but hear that you were talking about things packages. Yeah, this one team uh, one podcast, they have something really good they wanted to share with you. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, so I here's a thing that I know about Mississippi State is the crossing routes. Killed us in 2020. Yeah. We got it under control in 2021. I'm Here's what I want to see. I want to see um, maybe a crossing route work one play for Mississippi State, and then – the same guy tries to go across Harold Perkins's face the second time, and Harold Perkins lays the guy out. I want to see a personal foul against one of these crossing routes. Just give you take the fifteen yard or whatever, but make them think about doing a crossing route again. Um, that's what I want to see. I want it to be West Weeks. West Weeks lay a guy out. Why? Mm-hmm. White Jack. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Jesus Christ. Actually, that is actually exactly why. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, I just think that would be ideal. Uh, I mean, Harold Perkins like, is Harold Perkins is the king of uh, <clears throat> personal foul penalties at this point. So yeah, no, he's he's let's go really ahead and keep his streak setting, alive. Yeah, he's he's setting a record. Um, <laughs> Michael Baskerville too. We got to talk Michael, about him. I, just, I was just about Ooh. to talk about him. Uh, I thought last year one of the big and like I think Baskerville where he does struggle is in run stop. Yeah, I agree. I, he's not, he's undersized a little bit, it feels like. Undersized a little bit, and then sometimes I feel like he misreads it, which is weird because he seems like he's so good instinctually. Yeah, right. But um, and it, I think he's almost just like a step slow. But uh, I think where he actually does do really well is in pass coverage. I mean, he hit the pick six this, this yeah, past week. Yeah, right. I mean, he jumped um, that route, too. Uh, yeah. It was tipped, though. It was uh, tipped, for sure, that. for sure. But he was, he was there, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, 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 he would have had, I think, even also if it against Southern, tipped. so. Not, yeah, even if it know. wasn't tipped, I think he would have still picked it off. I do too. Uh, yeah, he was right there. Um, anyway, uh, I just think you know him being he's got to be on the field. Pass coverage is like um, I think that's going to be. Uh, I, I think uh, going to be an advantage. And I then think the question is, which, linebackers got to tackle. Like I think people yeah. were talking about third down, get off the field on third downs, which is we agree is stupid. It's like it's just not what we need to be focused on. Uh, but if we don't tackle in this game, we lose. Like, I agree. I agree with that completely. Like when they when they dink and dunk over the field, mm-hmm. make the tackle. If, if those, don't let if them those, get to the second level of the. If those crossing routes turn into fifteen yard gains, correct. consistently yes. we lose. It's over. Yeah, 
if they start breaking tackles like that, then mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with that. Um, so when it comes to linebackers, and I'd have to go back and look at the last year's tape. I know we had a couple of linebackers on the field, and I think we would still have two linebackers on the field at this in this point. But my question is, like, I feel like you're going to have to make a change. So Baskerville, to me, needs to be on the field. Um, yeah. And in this case, I, I really feel like Mike Jones and uh, Greg Penn both need to be gone. Uh, I don't think game. Mike Jones needs to be gone. I think he does. I think I think if anybody if anybody needed to be gone, it was Mike Jones and not Greg Penn. I thought Greg Penn was actually playing pretty well, but Mike Jones I just think to me is Greg not, Penn's more of like the run stopping kind of. I agree, and, and I, I think Mike Jones is a little bit more versatile. I want to see uh, Baskerville and Perkins right now, especially for this. Oh, game. for sure. That's what I I'm saying, Perkins too. But well, in um, this game, I mean, like, about, I, although I think a little bit more realistically, I just don't think Perkins is going to get that playing time. Yeah. Because I, I think he's just makes too many mistakes and he's, you know, it's just like, this is such a like big game in terms of like being disciplined and stuff yeah, like that. I, I can see that. Yeah. And so I don't, I just, I don't think he's going to get that playing as bad as I would I, like to see him play. I'm thinking of like quick don't. and being in space and all that kind of stuff. That's why yeah, I was talking for about sure. Perkins, but I for agree sure. with you completely. I think just that. like, I, I don't know if they're going to trust him to, you know, make those plays and be disciplined and, you know, make tackles. Yeah, I can see that. Um, um, what's your score for this game? You know, I'm still, I, I said 31 to 28 the other day and I'm kind of, I've changed. I, I think LSU is going to win. Um, which is, you know, I mean, we're an LSU podcast. So that should be obvious at this point. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards like my, my score prediction is like a tie. So like I'm thinking overtime and then I think in overtime, I think we would win. I think, an overtime situation would benefit us. Like I think that we're going to be able to score easier in the red zone than they are. Okay. So my score prediction is 33 to 30 LSU. 33 um, to 30 LSU. Yeah, okay. I think it goes to overtime at 27 all. Okay. Yeah. So that's my, oh, my score overtime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> were you not I listening? <laughs> I can't wait to, um, no, I was, I was, I was tweeting out to, uh, I was texting out to our, our group. I want everybody's <laughs> score predictions. Oh, I see. And I didn't understand the the overtime. Yeah, so. yeah. So what I'm saying is, I think my, so what my score prediction is. So it's going to be 33 to 30 OT. OT, yeah. And I think it. 27 all, like regulation. Um, then yeah, 33 to 30. Okay. Um, I like it. They kick a field goal, and then we have a, I guess so it would be a walk off touchdown. Like it. So fun. Fun stuff. Yeah. Are we rushing the field? Yeah, I am. <laughs> You'll see me. I'm going to be all the way. All right. So my tickets this week are all the way down the field by the tunnel. Uh, LSU running out of the tunnel. Oh, damn. So all the way down like field level, though. So like anything that happens on the other side, I feel like I look at the scoreboard. There's no way. I <laughs> but like it still will be fun just being on the field level. And, uh-huh. like, everybody walking by and everything. So I'll be yeah, right sure. there. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I'll be I'll be able to run on the field first before anybody. Um, Hell yeah, take your yeah. clothes off. I'm starting to get score predictions. <clears throat> They're rolling in from the podcast group, so Are they- uh, we'll post that out um, tomorrow. <clears throat> let's see. Any other games? Let's see. Let Let's talk about any other games this week. Yeah, 
Oh, let me, you, let me sh- let's share a screen. How about that? So here's a game that I had my eye on for the betting purposes. Um, and it's Iowa. Uh, it's Nevada at Iowa. Um, Nevada at Iowa. Okay, so Iowa's a 23-point oh. favorite, but it's actually like over-under was 42.5 or something like that. Um, and I'm like screaming at the top I'm of my seeing- lungs. Take the under. ESPN says it's at 39 already. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's probably getting bet down. I mean, you got to take Iowa unders. I mean, you have to take the under. Like, hey, how's, how's Nevada looking? Are they uh, – I mean, they, they, score got, points? they got beat by Boise. They got uh, beat by Incarnate World. Oh, Incarnate Word. Yeah, that's right. That's the game I was – Incarnate Word. I thought it was, yeah. I, this whole time I thought it's been World. Nope. Incarnate uh, Word. Incarnate Word. Okay. Um, but they yes. Beat. Huh, that's weird. I know. Okay, so they're terrible. They're terrible. And I, you know what else I looked at? Uh, I might find this again. Tom Fornelli, he's like a CBS sports yeah, writer. Yeah, I follow him. He posted the um, bottom 10 teams. Yeah. Uh, list, Iowa. And he does it every week. No, I was not on there because it's like the worst of the worst. Like, like the literal worst teams? Yeah, like Akron. Okay, okay, so Akron is playing at Tennessee. Tennessee's a 47 and a half point favorite. Um, Akron lost to 52 to nothing to uh, Michigan State last week, and then they uh, barely beat St. Francis of Pennsylvania in their first week. Um, wow, yeah, so Tennessee could like literally win 63 to nothing in this game. <laughs> so, like 67, Jesus, yes, uh, okay. maybe like maybe look at a first half line on that, that would might be mm-hmm. pretty good. Um, oh, probably so. Yeah, so uh, let's see. What else? What other games are we looking How at? How do you here? feel about this game right here? Oh, I like Penn State. Sorry, Sammy. I like Penn State minus three. <laughs> He's Auburn looks Xbox like right next to me. Auburn looks like crap. Um, they're all going to be juiced up. Dude, I just think. Uh, I think. Oh, Jesus. We got like, that. Inception, Look at that. Inception inception. going on here. <laughs> My bad. Uh, Nobody's looking for I, some kicks. Look at that on the other side. I just think that. Uh, I think Jordan Hare's just gonna go fucking crazy, and Auburn's gonna I mean, win a weird one. You know what I mean? Are they gonna wear? Are they gonna wear orange jerseys? No, right? They can't. They can't do that's that. Their, that's their the the big rumor is that they're gonna wear orange jerseys for this. Orange game. jerseys, Sam. Yes. Is Auburn wearing orange jerseys? Rumor. He says rumor. Rumor. That's the rumor. <laughs> um, that would actually be really sick. They can't bust out new uniform stuff new after last year. Right? <laughs> he said right. <laughs> you talk about with the Penn State game last year where they pulled yeah, out the, the orange face mask? The, no, white face mask. White face mask, that's right. They did the orange face mask. Who'd they do that against? Doesn't know. I think it was I think Ole it was Miss. against LSU, huh? No. Didn't they have no, orange no, face no. masks against us? Uh-uh. I don't remember. God damn it. Oh, my God. Know. Stop. Get off, get off the <laughs> section. My bad. Um... Georgia at South Carolina. I mean, is South Carolina is twenty four. Spencer Rattler's uh, going to throw two pick sixes in that game. No doubt. Um, I don't even know what the play is there. I that's a stay away from it kind of game. Yeah, it's pro. I mean, the bet is probably Georgia minus twenty four and a half. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, no, no touchy. <sighs> 53 um, and a half. I, dude, I feel like the over is the play here on this LSU game, huh? I don't know. I mean, both like of them. I, 
Well, I said 31 to 23, and that so would lose. 50, 50, no, that's 54. Oh, right? 54? Yeah. yeah. Right, right, Math. right. Yep. Um, yeah, but I like I like Penn State. Um, I I don't I'm not touching that Florida I mean that uh Texas AM Miami line. I'm, but I am and taking the under. You what's the what's it. the over under? 44 and a half. I'm still taking it. Still taking it? Yep. That's uh, uh that's G. Um, I, I trust Crystal Ball a little bit. Florida, I like Florida minus twenty four. I think <clears throat> South Florida looked like poo against uh, BYU. Speaking right. of BYU, BYU has another game against Oregon, and right. it's a weird line because it's at Oregon, but Oregon is um, Oregon is ranked what twenty fourth or twenty fifth? Twenty five, yeah. And BYU's twelfth, I believe. Yeah. And BYU is like an underdog. Even yeah, well, I mean, you know, they're they're going to Eugene, uh, and I mean, you know, Oregon only has that one loss because it, they played the best team in the country. So yeah, um, I think that's probably odds makers saying like just like giving uh, Georgia forgiveness right there. Did I read that right? O- Ole Miss at Georgia, Georgia Tech? Tech. Yeah, that's What's a fun that game. Line? Sixteen and a half for Ole Miss. Okay. Yeah, I haven't um, watched too much of Ole Miss yet this year. Georgia Tech, like, I mean, I know they ended up getting beat like a drum, but uh, quarterback's pretty good. They, they so, hung in there against Clemson. I like that quarterback. Yeah, um, yeah, that same guy that's been there for a couple of years. Yeah, and they had him and him and Gibbs were Gibbs, freshmen coming Fresh, in. Yeah, I remember, and they could have been really good. If mm-hmm. Gibbs would have stayed. They left. I remember watching that Georgia Tech quarterback. Is his name Sims? Sims. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. He, yeah, he is pretty good. I remember when I watched him for the first time, I thought he looked a lot like uh, RG3. Um, So you think Auburn with TJ Finley is going to beat Penn State? I mean, it's just like when you say the, when you say the name TJ Finley, say it, like that. it makes me like shimmer. <laughs> but uh, you're – all right, so here's – God, it's just – but it's like – but No, here, here you go. You're two big plays this week. Are riding on the arms of T.J. Finley and Max mm. Johnson potentially. Oh, I'm not playing. I'm not. I'm not playing A <laughs> and M. There's no chance. But I mean, A and M is winning that game. I'm telling you now, A and M's winning that game. Right. A money line is a play. But I mean, uh, they're five and a half. You the money line's not getting you any value there. Eh, it's a little value. I mean, I, if anything, money line, I would look at Miami money line on that. I guess so, but I mean, I Plus just feel I feel I feel pretty damn confident that A and M is winning that game, and it's just like it's just because I think they're going to come into that game like just fired up, uh, yeah, and they're going to make like some minor offensive corrections and sh- shit like that, mm-hmm. and it's just going to like they're going to throw one fucking pass and like the whole stadium is going to erupt, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah, just gonna no, be, I get it's it. gonna be one of those games. It's one of those. Like- we we saw those games all the time with Les Miles, where we would lose an early game in the season because the offense was shit and then we'd come out the next game throw like one fucking play action or something like that it feels like in those games insane yes you can't give those teams momentum with that stadium and i know they right i know penn state started off the season against purdue at purdue but this is yeah. not even fucking close um right. so anyway um yeah. okay so recapping i have um 31 23 uh, LSU, thirty-one twenty-three. Is that what I said? Yeah, thirty-one twenty-three. LSU. Um, they 
they kick some field goals, we end up scoring more touchdowns. And you have 33 to 30 in overtime. Yeah. And so far, it is fun. It will be a fun game, but actually, that will be a very shitty game to watch. Like, that means, well, that means Mississippi State's scoring a whole bunch. And and again, Mm. it'll be like, our defense sucks. Yeah. When really they don't. I just it's the I, casuals you know, they irk me. The casual it's, fans it's, irk me. They, you can't let the casual fans get to you like that. They do because it's like they'll do it. They're, they're just not. They're just not. They don't know what they're talking about. I had somebody break it down to me today, and it's one of our sponsors. I'm not going to tell you which one it is, but he said, um, <laughs> "The way I figure it is, uh, not that one." <laughs> <laughs> I assumed. Let's uh, we'll pull that up right there. Um, the way I figure it is, LSU fans suck. Uh, 70% are idiots. 20% are good for a little bit. 8% like me. We have good takes, but we don't follow it every day. And 2% are like you, guys that know what the fuck is up. The 70% are idiots, he said. <laughs> I mean, uh, I agree with that. Shout out to River City's title maintenance. And you could, you, it, that is probably very well proven on Tiger Droppings. Oh, not just, you should see the Facebook stuff. Yeah, I know the Facebook stuff's terrible, but that's yeah. like, that's like grandmas and shit like that. Like dude. some of like, the things that I've been tweeting on. Uh, that's like aunts and cousins. I, I tweeted that, a know. couple of things um, today that didn't do great on Twitter, but like if you, if you saw the Facebook, Mm-hmm. No, I made, I made sure to go look at the last miles post on Facebook. Look, when we out post, of control. I the breaking the fake breaking news posts aren't my favorite, but uh, they do great on Facebook. I know they do so God. good. I, they, um, like, it's not about the post even; it's just about what the reaction. I want to see the reaction exactly. on Facebook. Exactly, and I crack up after over the reactions. Oh, right. I got a visitor it's in so the house. So, um, all right, yeah. so we uh, let's wrap it up. Um, all of a sudden somebody walked in the door and Ellie's going crazy. So, uh, we will, uh, re regroup on Sunday. So coffee and donuts will be this Sunday. Um, we'll come back with our, our live reaction show. Um, we appreciate everybody for listening and we appreciate all, all of our sponsors, um, as always. And look for us out on, um, look for us out on, uh, campus, uh, this weekend. We'll be doing some interviews out there. So, um, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. And for Matt and Jack, this has been One Team, One Podcast. Yo, we know. Rockin' the boat.